Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by The Glow of Firelight. Tonight, we'll read another excerpt from The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham, published in 1908. This story centers around four small animals, mole, rat, toad, and badger. Their stories take place in the countryside of Edwardian, England. If you'd like to start with the first episode, it aired on March 22nd, 2021. To follow along easily in order, go to snoozecast.com series. In the last episode, the two little friends, Water Rat and Mole, are headed back after a long day to their home on the river, which is really the rat's home. Suddenly, the mole remembers his original mole den home, and the urge to visit becomes too strong to ignore. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. The jovial water rat 
made for the mole's cellar door and presently reappeared, somewhat dusty, with a bottle of beer in each paw and another under each arm, saying, Self-indulgent beggar you seem to be, mole. Deny yourself nothing. No wonder you're so fond of it, mole. Then, while the rat busied himself preparing their simple meal of salvaged pantry goods, the mole, his bosom still heaving with the stress of his recent emotion, related, somewhat shyly at first, but with more freedom as he warmed to his subject, how this was planned and how that was thought out and how this was got through a windfall from an aunt. And that was a wonderful find and a bargain. And this other thing was bought out of a laborious savings and a certain amount of going without. His spirits finally quite restored, he must needs go and caress his possessions and take a lamp and show off their points to his visitor, quite forgetful of the supper they both so much needed. Rat, who was desperately hungry but strove to conceal it, nodding seriously, examined with a puckered brow, and saying, wonderful, and most remarkable, at intervals, when the chance for an observation was given them. At last the rat succeeded in decoying him to the table and had just got seriously to work with the sardine opener when sounds were heard from the forecourt without. Sounds like the scuffling of small feet in the gravel and a confused murmur of tiny voices, while broken sentences reached them, now all in a line. Hold the lantern up a bit, Tommy. Clear your throats first. No coughing after I say one, two, three. Where's young Bill? Here, come on. Two, we're all waiting. What's up? inquired the rat pausing in his labors. I think it must be the field mice, replied the mole, with a touch of pride in his manner. They go around carol singing regularly at this time of the year. They're quite an institution in these parts, and they never pass me over. They come to Mole End last of all, and I used to give them hot drinks and supper too sometimes, when I could afford it. It'll be like old times to hear them again. Let's have a look at them, cried the rat, jumping up and running to the door.